go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go getter, put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. What's going on, everybody? This is the Tribe 44 Podcast presented to you by United Citizens Bank of Southern Kentucky. It's a bank to come home to because it's locally owned and operated. UCB provides the best in customer-first care in Adair County. United Citizens Bank, we do it all right here. For the show's intents and purposes, I'm your host, Will Rich, and I'm joined again tonight by our fearless leader, Clay Turner. Clay, how are you? I'm doing great, Will. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. Clay, I'm excited because we are also joined tonight by... Our awesome producer behind the desk, Seth Dunbar, he's going to make an appearance later in the show. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we don't get many Seth Dunbar appearances, so when we get them, we gotta gotta go with it, and you know, it'll be a fun show. It's going to be a little bit different, but it's going to be fun. Seth is the greatest producer we've ever had. Hundred percent. Let's get into the first segment. It's brought to you by Downey Eye Clinic. Downey's has been the leader of optometry services in Adair County since 1981, and they're committed to providing the best personalized eye care possible for the people of Columbia. You know, Seth is the greatest producer we've ever had, and you made a list of the greatest basketball players that Adair County has ever had, and we're going to get to showcase a few of those. We did this last year. We're excited to say that we've got a date set, and we've got some things working together for another Blake Martin Memorial Alumni game. Clay, how excited are you for this? I'm ready for round two. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a little bit different. I'm really looking forward to it. thought the first one went about as good as we could have planned. You know, the first one we did the years going up against each other, but this one's going to be a little bit different in the fact that me and you are going to draft the team. So we're getting 20, and then, of course, we're doing the wild card. So four more players after so be So explain what the wild card is to people. We're doing it in the years, like 20 years. So we're doing – 2002 graduated class to 2021. So the wild card would be anybody that's before that time. Yeah. So, so before that 2002 time. So yeah, that'll be fun. But yeah, so in all, there will be 24 players to choose from. Yeah, and we're going to draft. So that'll be exciting. You and I will set aside the time, I guess, after the district and the region tournament, after our fates have been decided with all of that with baseball and softball. Then you and I will get on here and uh, do an episode where we yep. draft. Probably in June or something sometime. Yeah, something like that. So the date for that is going to be July the 16th at 5 o'clock. So we're going to go ahead and put that out there that that's when it's going to be. We raised $5,000 last year for the Asher and Avery Education Fund. And this year we're hoping to raise some more money in Blake's name for one of his passions. Be awesome. Be awesome. Yeah, and when my team beats yours, it's going to be a whole lot of fun for us. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Exciting times, Clay. Exciting times. Oh, I have to uh, see what you don't know is I, I'm the one contacting these players, so I'll have them do some combine stuff so I know exactly what their 40 times oh, are. So you, <laughs> so you know everything about them, and I'm just going to just randomly pick some. Yeah, guys. I'm going to have them send me some highlight clips, you know, from the past year, church leagues and stuff like that, so. It's going to be a lot of fun again. Last year was really exciting. Uh, who led us? In, who led everybody in scoring last year? Nick Fudge. Nick, Nick Fudge, Fudge, I think. Yeah, dropped twenty in the game last year. He did. Nick Fudge had a great, great game. I think he made six threes, if I wasn't mistaken. Yeah, something, something crazy. Of course, he still plays a lot, right? He plays, and man, he loves it. He still loves it. 
So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be exciting. Again, we've got Mimi Shave Dice doing concessions. Again, they don't just have Shave Dice. They have full concessions. So we've got them again as of right now. That'll be our concessions. And Clay, I'm just looking forward to it being bigger and better than it was even last year, which was a huge success. Yeah, you know, like anything, you want to build off of it. And hopefully round two's just as good, if not better, than round one. Yeah, so that's July 16th. I know it's a little early to be announcing that. We're working hard getting the details figured out with all that. So July 16th, 5 o'clock. But moving forward, Clay, introducing our guests for the week, we have nobody. We're in contact with some people to get some guests. Everything that we've planned kind of fell through. So, Clay... We've got nobody. Yeah, so, you know, today's show is going to be a little bit different than really the most different show we've ever done. So either it's going to be fantastic or this may be the worst show we've ever done. There will be probably six people that say that was probably the show I enjoyed the most. And then there will be probably the other percentage that listens that says, wow, I can't wait till they get their guests back next week. (laughs) Yep, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, so... With what we're going to do, we're going to call this, what are we going to call this, Clay? We're just, we're producing as we go here. Uh, Let's call Ask the Tribe. So we're asking the the tribe tribe today, Clay and I being the tribe. So Seth is going to actually come on and he's going to be our moderator. So Seth is going to make his longest appearance here on the show and he's going to be our moderator. What Seth has done, he's compiled a list of questions and topics for us to discuss and argue about. And if we just can't come to a consensus, We have got some special guests that we're just going to call on the show and just get their opinions and hang up on them. I'm good with that. I can hang up on people. Okay, so we'll call, hang up on people if we can't come to a consensus or if we need a tiebreaker of some sort. So what we're going to do now is have Seth join us. And Seth is going to moderate. Seth has this list of questions. We don't know what the questions are. We know some of the basic topics. But uh, Clay and I will be just as surprised as the listener when they hear it for the first time because Seth has not gone over this with us at all. All right, so the first question is in the format, how many attempts would you need to complete this task? Okay, awesome. Question number one, how many attempts would you need to score on Darren Ballou in the paint? All-time I'm leader, top top thirty in state history. I'm going to go and, six, and, and we're talking six six versus five nine. I'm five. going to go six, and it's just like one. Do we start at the top of the key? It has to be in the paint. But we're in the paint. Yeah, so we can't we can't we can't shoot a three. If Clay can score on him in six, fifteen. Oh wow! I think I would hit one out of fifteen. I think six. You can always right. luck up. How many attempts would you need to get a hit off of Meredith Corbin in their prime? In their prime. My prime? Am I in my prime? Yeah. Yes. Off okay. one pitch? Uh, no. <laughs> one pitch off Mark? No. No, uh, no shot. No, I've actually put this to the test, and I have hit off softball people before, and it is really different. Uh, I have hit it, but it's not great contact. Give me four at-bats, and I get a hit in at least four at-bats. I can't hit. I never could. I'll make uh, contact. And- I'm going to say, give me, if Clay could do it in four at-bats, Clay was a much better hitter than I was. Most people were. So I'm going to say, give me, I'm going to double it, give me eight. I'd go one for eight. Beat Alex Durham in a closest to the pin on a par three. <laughs> so, like, you don't have to beat him on the whole hole. You just have to get it on the tee shot closest to the pin on a par three. 35. Uh, 80. 
<laughs> I can do it. 35 may be way too low, honestly. I'm going to say 80. I don't think there's any shot. Is his prime now or is his, his prime? His prime, his prime probably, now. <laughs> probably is now, yeah. Well, I didn't have a prime in golf. I was his partner the last time I played. Well, did you beat him on any par threes? <laughs> no. All I have to do is get closer to the pin than him. Yes. I'm not good at golf, and I've been partners with Durham many, many times because I'm always matched with the best player, and I have done it. Yeah, you but know, you're a lot, you're a lot also, better than I've us. also probably played 80 par threes with him. So. Okay, so 80. There you I'm, go. I'm sticking with 80. That's probably get... pretty solid. How many attempts would it take for you to tackle Michael Thompson in a one-on-one? I couldn't do open, it. Open field. In my prime? Yep. Okay, I mean, I played high school football, so I'm going to just – I'm going to go – Three or four. Yeah, I'm going to go four. Fifteen. He's going to get me the first three, but the fourth one, uh, I luck up and get an ankle. This one has nothing to do with anybody else, just you. How many attempts would you need to successfully pole vault? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) 72. If I'm in my prime, I could do random stuff like that. So I'm going to say successful pole vault. I would end up in the hospital. I mean, it would kill me. I'm going to say it's under 50. I'm going above, Will. I'm going like 70. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say under 50 in my prime because I could do random silly stuff like that. How many attempts would you need to consecutively hit a layup, a free throw, a three-pointer, and a half-court shot? I think I could get it within 20. I'm going to say under 30 then because Clay would do it before me, so I'm going to say 30. All right, so switching things up, we're going to go from that kind of topic to a different kind of topic. I want you to name me some of the most clutch Adair County moments that you can think of. Brent Campbell, 1989, walk-off home run to win the district. That has to be number one. Darren Blue, game winner versus Taylor County, corner three. This wasn't a game winner, but Corey Helm, down by one, hit a three to go up by two with like 12 seconds left against North Harden in the region finals. They scored to tennis to overtime, but that was super clutch. Ty Bennett, game winner against Marion yeah, County to make region. Seth Dunbar, biggest upset in the state against Marion County. With the new bat, we broke out a brand new bat for this. You remember that, Clay? We did. It was the red, a DeMarini. A red DeMarini bat. We broke it out for, for that game, and everybody used it. You give a shout-out to one of my teammates, Derek Brockman, walk-off base hit to make region my senior year. I was there for that one. Jacob Burton hit a game-winner over Camelsville. Jacob Burton game-winner versus Camelsville in the corner with 2.3 seconds left. Clay, I'll tell you one of the more fantastic ones I've ever seen, Chance Melton, Metcalf County, fourth oh, down. Oh, yeah, that big run. Oh, my goodness. Oh, um, Anthony Payne. Taylor County, when they were number one. He kind of went off that game. He went off in the fourth. Wasn't like a game winner or anything, but he – and he guarded Quentin Gooden down the stretch. Dawson Kahn. Dawson Kahn walk-off grand slam. Carson Jesse had his second walk-off of the year a couple nights ago. I think – y'all know of any of the softball Oh, I know one. Meredith Corbin striking out to – Oh, yeah, to end the – End the game after she hit a foul home run the pitch before. Went up in the zone, made her chase high. Win the district. One run game, right? Yes. What's the clutchest moment all three of us have done? I'm trying to think if there's any. Seth, the catch. My clutchest moment was probably when I was 12 beating Campbellsville pitching. Mine was probably the same game when I threw the kid out at home. Yeah. 
if we came up with an all lefty club, best lefties in Adair County history, any sport. Landon Carter, Jared Denton, pitchers. Brett. Clark Dean, pitcher. Jeff Luttrell was a pitcher. Jeff Luttrell was a lefty. That's right. Jeff Luttrell. Probably the best pitcher we've ever had. If we had a lefty QB, Seth, because I can't think of one. I can't think of one. for like a game. It doesn't even have to be a, a QB either. It can be, I mean, just a lefty that played another What's, position. Well, Kinesia's left-handed. Okay, well, we got to go with Kinesia then. Because he, he threw that little. With his left foot. And I'm probably missing an easy one. All right, now we're going to go back to some challenges. If I give you 10 shots to do this task, how many times out of 10 will you successfully do it? Out of 10, how many successful throws from short to first would you make right now? <laughs> right now? Today? Right now. Five. I think I could do eight. How many three-pointers would you make? One. I. You know, what's funny, I'm not a good shooter at all, but if you give me ten shots, I'm going to make at least three. So I'm going to go three. I'm going one. I'd feel the pressure. I'd choke. It's just a rhythm thing for me. Out of ten, how many extra points would you make right now? Zero. Uh. I think I would luck up and make one or two. I'm going to go one. I think I would accidentally hit one. Out of ten, given our best volleyball server, I don't even know who that would be, how many would you return? How many serves? Three. Out of ten? Out of ten. I'm going to return. You know, I played some wiffle ball the other day, and I realized that I cannot move laterally at all, so I'm going to go three as well. I think I'm going to agree on three. All right, now we got some names with this one. Right now, we're not going to go primes. How many tackles would you make out of 10 on Jordan Lasley in his prime? Right now? Right you now, are not, today, You are zero. not in your prime. Zero. No shot. Not my prime? No oh. Okay. Like Oklahoma drill just like Michael's? Yeah. Two. All right, right now, and this may be his prime. I don't know because he's still playing – very successfully, how many hits out of 10 would you get off of Landon Carter? Base hits or fair balls? Can't hit. They got to be a hit. One. I can't hit, y'all. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go one. I'm going to get one in 10 at-bats. I might get one. All right, right now, out of 10 10-foot 10 putts, how many are you making? Three. One. <laughs> I think I'm going to make one, maybe. <laughs> I might make one. I'm, Samantha's whispering zero behind me, so I'm, I'm going to stay zero. You, a 10-footer is farther than you think. That's why I wouldn't do very good. It, it is, yeah, it's farther than you think. Zero. I'm gonna it's, not a, it's definitely not a tap-in. Go to zero. Give me a zero. zero. Out of 10, how many hurdles could you jump right now? Oh, oh right now? I'm going to go two. Sam says zero. For both of us or you? I guess me, but I'm going to say two also. I'm going to say two also, Clay. What are some of the most impressive things that you have seen at an Adair County sporting event? And this could be, this could be a lot of different things. Okay. This could I'll- be – Brianna Meeks flipping 50,000 times down the That was actually going to be what I said. Yeah. Okay. Can, can I say something that I actually wasn't there, but I know happened, and I've heard the story 20,000 times? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Brooke Shelton sharing the backboard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not just that, that whole night. What people don't realize, she shared the backboard. They moved the game to the the middle school, okay? There's a boys game, like, the next night, I think. And not ju- there wasn't just a boys game there. It ended up being a 103 to 102 overtime game that we won. Another one I wasn't there for but would have been one of the most impressive things was when Denny Crumb flew on a helicopter to the – Old high school gym. Oh yeah, that'd been awesome. Like, and then the Camfield kid scored thirty that night. Yeah, that would have been just an awesome atmosphere and awesome everything. That was that would have been really impressive just to see somebody fly into that gym on a helicopter. Uh, uh, I'll tell you, one of the most impressive things I've ever seen was I don't know if this can make the podcast, but one of the most impressive things I've ever seen was at a high school football game when I was like in fifth grade, I looked under the bleachers and was my dad was punching somebody in the stomach so hard his mouth was bleeding. <laughs> Most impressive performance. I'll actually I'm gonna shout this guy out again. Derek Brotman in my senior year honestly didn't have a great regular season. But when it came to postseason time, the kid I swear batted like seven hundred. Yeah, and if you're going to talk about that, you almost got to throw Dusty Todd at Campbellsville in that one year. Yeah, versus two, Taylor, just hit the two. the two bombs that were just no doubters off the bat. I mean, they were like identical, and they were both forever long. Kendall Harden hit one of the farthest home runs I've ever seen in a softball game in Monroe County. Yeah, I can attest to that one. I guess Brett Relaford's majestic home run that we've all heard about that would have been impressive. Oh, I know one. I saw Mr. Wood throw a Frisbee 100 yards one time. Are you kidding me? He did. That that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. It, it was a hammer throw, and he threw it from one goal line to the other. Doggone. Yep, very impressive. Next section is a would-you-rather section. Okay. Would you rather beat Taylor County 20 times in a row and lose to them in district or lose to them 20 times in a row and beat them in district? You beat beat them, them in district. In district. Yeah. Beat them in district because then it's even more embarrassing. They can go cry. One hundred percent. All right. Would you rather meet Cameron Murrow in the hole or take a charge from Bus Caldwell? Oh, I'm you know, take a charge I, from Bus. I'm actually going to meet Cameron in the hole because you Ooh. have pads on. Or charge against Bus, you don't. Bus was like three thirty back then. So, and. Cameron, I actually went up against a ton my freshman year, and even though I ended up most of those trips on on the ground, I at least know I survived that. See, my thinking is, if I take a charge from bus, taking a charge does not hurt as a general rule, uh-huh. because he's not going to be like all out running as hard as he can at me. He's going to try to avoid me because that's the point of the game, and I can flop a little. Okay. But I think this might be a question for one of our special guests since we can't since we're we're split on it, Seth. So who should we call on this one? I can link somebody up here. So you're not gonna tell us who, you're just gonna give us a, a mystery caller? Yep. Hello, mystery caller. I feel special when I'm a mystery caller. And before we uh decide who this is, I'll just tell you that a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, you all did the uh what top twenty under forty. And it really hurt my feelings when my name was brought up. 
And immediately I was dismissed as, oh, he's got to be over 40. So we can't put our favorite city council member and former boy band superstar in this group. So it did hurt my feelings just a little bit. <laughs> Seth had it. So it came across quicker than what it really was. <laughs> Oh, awesome! So we figured out that this is none other than Machismo's own Craig Dean. Craig, how that, are you? I'm doing well, fellas. We've come to a disagreement, and we need a tiebreaker. Oh, I'm I'm here. I'm so here. Seth has hit us up with some questions, and we won't tell you our answers until we hear yours, so that you can okay. just give a genuine answer to Seth's question. Seth, go ahead. And part of this is you got to know both of them. I know you're going to know, uh, you know, since you're over 40, I know you're going to know the old barely, one. barely, <laughs> but, but, uh, you, the younger one, I, I'm sure you would know who he is and all that stuff. But, uh, so the question is, would you rather meet Cameron Merle in the hole playing football or would you, <laughs> or would you rather take a charge from Bus Caldwell? Oh, um, I practiced against Bus a few times in the past, and there's none of that. You don't want none of that. <laughs> there's, there's no part of it. Uh, now, Cameron, he's a bit smaller, so I'm going to have to go with Cameron. Cameron, I remember going out on the, the, the basketball teams, and I'm like, who is the dude with the hair and the muscles? And that was his nickname for us in the crowd was hair and muscles. I, I didn't know Cameron at the time. But I was like, oh, go hair and muscles. You just, you love to see that dude and the hustle, and he was everywhere. But Bus has got him. He's got the size. I'm out. Uh, I'm not touching Bus. Um, I'm running the other way. So, all right. So, Clay, you took, you, you get this one. I said that I would rather take the charge from Bus because Cameron is trying to hit me. And if I'm taking the charge, Bus is trying to avoid me. Bus. I, Bus didn't try to avoid much. He didn't care who was in his way. He was going to the hole. Just try to stop him. Just try. Okay. So, Clay, Clay, you got it. I got that one. And at least with Cameron, you've got a little bit of padding on. You, you've got a little bit of protection. Clay, that was your point. Yeah, that was. Okay. I, okay. Stand, I stand corrected. Well, thank you, Craig. We appreciate you calling in. No problem, fellas. No problem. Enjoying the show. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Craig. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. That was, that that was, was a perfect awesome. caller. All right, so Clay, you got that one. You you win. All right, so going along the same lines, since we're already kind of on that topic, what about this question? Which do you think you have the best shot of doing? Blocking Bus Caldwell for four seconds, no. beating Kevin Bridgewaters to four points in a basketball game, beating Van Giles on a par four, or striking Troy Young out four times in a row? Oh, this is not saying anything against him because I think what you just did was listed, if not the best of every sport that you just talked about, their top three or four. So this is nothing against this person, but of the choices given, I'm going to like my chances of striking Troy out four times in a row. Yeah, I'm actually going with that as well, just because it's not physical and the others, there's zero shot. I have a... There's point one shot of doing that. All right, what about this question? I always love asking people this question. Name a player who would have been really good at a sport they didn't play at Adair County. Nick Fudge as a corner. Josh Cosby would have been a great high jump. <laughs> for track. For track. 
Yeah, Josh Cosby. He could dunk it in Red Wings. He didn't play any sports. You know, Seth, me and you experienced this in gym and saw her do this, but Taylor Hodges, now Robertson, was one of the best ultimate football players. When it comes to pure hands, probably had the most touchdowns of anybody. I can certainly attest to that. I'll give you one. Colton Hadley, baseball. You want to know what's funny? Colton Hadley actually played Little League Baseball with one year. He was the catcher. All right, Clay, what about this question? This is mainly for you. Would you rather be ahead twice in both the seventh and eighth innings only to lose later, or would you rather be no hit? Oh, no hit. I have done the seventh and eighth inning thing. Uh, Thank you, Seth, for that. I have been the head coach of a team that was ahead in the seventh and the eighth inning and then turned around and lost. But I think I would still rather have that than the no-hitter. I've also been no-hit, so both are terrible. I think I'd rather have that than the no-hitter. All right, what about this question? Clay's going to love this question. Would you rather tear your Achilles on one leg or tear both ACLs? Talk. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna tear my Achilles on one leg. I actually, I'm going ACL because both of them. When you hurt your Achilles, man, like you're not able, supposed to be able to walk or anything. Like it's bad. Tearing ACLs would be awful, but I feel like the recovery of that's a lot better than the Achilles. So I'll go tear the ACL. But I'm not really recovering to do anything. Like I'm just, I'm thinking no legs, trying to keep up with a four year old and a nine month old, and it, I'm just not seeing it. Which the Achilles, I wouldn't be able to keep up with them either. But at least I had a, you know, I could hop. All right, what about this question? If Little League Clay, the pitcher, goes up against Little League Clay, the hitter, who wins? <laughs> oh, Little I'm League Clay, the pitcher? I'm going Little League Clay, the hitter. Oh, wow. See, I was going Little League Clay, the pitcher. I saw Little League Clay, the pitcher, get, give up a hit off of one of the worst hitters I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, now what about this question? Madden every year does a 99 club. Of all the Adair County athletes across all sports, who would be the Adair County 99 club? Bus. Bus Caldwell in football. I'm going to give it to Michael Thompson, too, in football because he was a running back, but he also had like seven interceptions as a corner. I'll go red phone in basketball is 99. Yeah, I think you got to go Kevin. Kevin was running yeah, for Mr. Basketball. I'll go Kevin 99. Troy is going to be my only 99 baseball player. Because Steve always says that he was the best player at eight positions. All right. I think you're really going to like this question, Clay. In one minute, does Kale Stotts hit more threes or does Derek Cape throw more strikes? And here's why this question's hard. You can shoot more threes than faster than pitch. But Cape is going to throw more strikes, like percentage-wise. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually going threes. I'm going to go strikes. Yeah, I'm going kill Stotts. In a minute? Yeah, a minute, yeah. In one minute. I want to go Kale, but I also know that Derek's delivery is not – like he's got a, a quicker – he had a quicker delivery. It, it wasn't like it was drawn out. But Kale's got a quick shot too. I'm going Cape. I've got a good question for you. So if you've ever seen the YouTube group – Dude Perfect. Okay, yeah. They have something called stereotypes. And that a lot of times has a negative connotation, but their stereotypes are basically just like common things that you would see 
with a particular event. So like restaurant stereotypes or movie theater stereotypes. And they always come up with these different types of people that you'll see. Give me a couple of your best sports parent stereotypes. Oh, sports parent stereotypes. Will, you want to go first? You want me to go first? You go ahead, Clay. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not afraid to say this one. You know, there's the uh, there's the parent that their kid doesn't play much who thinks their kid, if they got the opportunity, would be the star. Can I set up a meeting, parent? Yeah. There's the or parent. I want to talk to you, parent. There's the parent who, when their kid's struggling, it's all about the coach ruining the player's confidence. There's the parent who... There's the Facebook parent. Yeah, that posts everything. reel. <laughs> There's also the parent that doesn't have any clue what's going on. Like the parent <laughs> with the book yeah. at the ball game. The Matt Jones at the baseball games. <laughs> Seth, didn't you play baseball with a parent that he would sit in his chair and, like, copy his son's batting stance and stuff while he hit? I did. He... He actually would stand up while his son was hitting and he would get in a stance behind the bleachers and he would like go through his whole hitting motion and timing and stuff. That's one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. I think you all are missing the biggest stereotype is the parent that yells when they go up to hit or yells while they do anything. Yeah. Oh, the throw strikes. Telling them them instructions. Yep. There's the. Keep your uh, head on the ball. Elbow up, elbow up. What are you doing? There's always that parent. What about the parent that yells at the umpire every second of every game? Oh, I love those. Those are awesome. And the referee, the referee parents. But I think they own it. I think those parents own up to it. And they're like, yeah, I yell at the umpire and I yell at the, the referee. Kind of even proud of it. Yeah, yeah, they own it. And you know who you are. <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah, if the shoe fits. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to ask you a question that is typical Will and Clay question. Who was your funniest teammate? Oh, man, I played three sports, so that's a funniest teammate. That was a su- that was a that was a subtle brag. Yeah, the three sport athlete over here. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't do any of them very well. So, Will, what do you think? You go first. Tyler Knight was hilarious. Alex Nickerson always got tickled at him. That's a good call. Alex Nickerson was funny. You know, Alex Nickerson might be my pick. I always got tickled at Cody Yates, but I don't know that I was like – I don't think he was trying to be funny. I think the funniest was actually – it was a combination. wasn't even the person, but any Jamie and Bailey and G. Young interactions. <laughs> and then also football – or honestly basketball. Jonathan Hansel <laughs> – yeah, Jonathan Hansel could do some things that was John's pretty a good call. I always thought Fred Maynard was hilarious. Freddie was funny. Freddie was funny. All right, now we're getting into some more Clay and Will questions. What about these? I've tried to pick ones that you typically don't ask people. If you were putting together a 5,000-piece puzzle, who would you want to help? Oh, I've got the advantage because I had, I've had so many more teammates. Listen to him. <laughs> that was, a, to oh, that was a little less subtle, Will. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, man. like, I have so many more to choose from. Goodness gracious. You know what? I'll say this, though. i tell you who I'm not picking. I'm not picking Clay Turner. Oh, I'll tell you, if you do, you're losing. <laughs> I, me and Michaela tried to do a... piece puzzle. Seth? I'm picking Seth. 
Caleb Duh. Azale. <laughs> Caleb Azale. <laughs> why? For some reason, I just feel like he'd be really like good he's at a it. puzzle guy. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm picking Seth because Seth's the only one that I know that would sit there and do it. I hate puzzles. <laughs> That's a great question, I though. I'll tell, no, football, I'll tell you exactly what. Dustin Graves, easily. That's such that a good call. A good That's a good call. That's a good one. All right, if you were tasked with hunting a grizzly bear, Oh, no. Who would you want with you? Hunting a grizzly bear. I mean, Clay is definitely uh, – he can say he's at an advantage, but he's at a huge disadvantage because at least Will hunts. Oh, I mean <laughs> – Clay, Clay needs thing, somebody to do the whole thing for him. The only thing I basically got to go with Seth is like the, the drop on KSR when it's just, hey, hunters. I'm like, that's – who's that, Can I take Ryan McQuarrie? Yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Clay, you're missing the very obvious choice, I think. Jake, Jake Kickson's a big hunter, isn't he? Colton Hadley. Colton Hadley's the obvious choice. Or Tim Beard. I mean, he's in the Army. That would be good. Colton, I feel like you could drop in the middle of grizzly country, and he would probably come out with all the grizzly bears. <laughs> He'd come out riding one. Yeah. Now I'm going to take, take Coach McQuarrie. I'd also take Mantooth, but I never played for him. Okay. All right, if you were playing in a golf scramble tomorrow, who would you choose to be on your team? You know, I would pick the guy that rents from me sometimes, but remember is he shot 100 at Rosewood lately. Yeah, so. I would have went with G, but the 100 at Rosewood really – It's hurting you know, his two cases. me away from him. him. I would have yeah. picked him for sure. All right, so over the course of the day, I texted a couple of our listeners that listen to pretty much every show and – Wanted to ask them if they had any questions for you guys. And I had a couple of responses, and one of those responses was from Adair County assistant basketball coach Kyle Burton. He said, what was the favorite Adair County sports game that you have seen in person in your lifetime? Favorite game that I've seen in person? I mean, mine is when, like a basketball game when we beat Lincoln County in the state tournament. I mean, that one was – I mean, you just won a first-round game in the state tournament. But before that, I guess Darren, when Darren hit the three in the corner, we've already mentioned this, over Taylor County to win the district. I'm going to go the regional finals against North Harden. Probably the best sporting game I've ever been to. That was going to be mine as well, actually, the region final game. I think I was there, but I don't remember. That gym was packed. Yeah, was I was loud. It was crazy. But I think I had an asthma attack. <laughs> With that many people, I could see it. Like You couldn't have fit any more people in that gym. I think the state tournament was fun. I'm going to go with the state tournament. All right, along the same lines, Craig Dean, who we had on the show earlier, sent in. Shout out Machismo. What is your favorite Machismo memory? Oh. Clay's not going to have one. But okay, yeah. so the concerts at the Dream Depot are definitely way up there. I think my favorite Machismo song Seth, you're gonna. What's your favorite machismo song, Seth? The one that I listened to the most was "I Want It That Way." <laughs> this is weird, but I think the one that I listened to the most because I didn't know exactly what the song was. But "Liquid Dreams," <laughs> I, listened yeah. to I listened to that. I listened to that one a lot too. <laughs> I listened to that one all the time. No one stopped me. <laughs> nope, me either. My so, favorite machismo memory is by far my grandpa had a surprise birthday party and they organized to get Machismo to perform at that surprise birthday party. And Can we get was... Machismo to perform at halftime of the alumni game? <laughs> hey, 
I mean, we're throwing ideas around for the alumni game. I, you never I like, know. I like the idea. That would be my favorite machismo memory. That would be my – I'm going to go ahead and – let's go ahead and make that our favorite machismo memory so it has to happen. <laughs> the concert's at the Dream Depot at this point, but the the new favorite memory is the halftime show of the alumni game. And then Craig also asked, what do you think is the best single moment in Adair history? And that one's a tough one. Because we weren't there from, I mean, you, you know, we weren't there for most of it. I mean, we got going back to the fifties. You got state teams, the semifinals in the I mean, state. So, so the greatest Adair County sports moment. Oh, you made it to the finals. Actually, I misspoke. Made it to the finals of the state tournament. I mean, is there any way it could be beat? You go to the state finals and you get beat by Cotton Nash. Well, that's a great question. What's the, like the the one moment? I pro- I wouldn't say this, but I think you could make a case. The moment Darren Blue hit the game winning shot versus Taylor, like our biggest rival to win district, that rivalry that it's that's up there. I I think in school history, I don't know if there's a way to top. I see one specific moment. I don't know Darren hitting that shot might be. Yeah, if you ask for a single farther. moment, like a yeah. five second thing. Yeah. As far as specific Darren would be hard to get beat. We mentioned it before, Brent hitting the home run to give us our first district title. I think down a run, hit a two-run homer. All right, our next question comes from former guest of the show, Brett Relliford. And I'm going to read the entire question. Where's the love for Trey's Garden on the random business shout-outs week to week? Long-time Adair Countyans who support our schools and our community, Trey's Garden consistently knocking out out of the park buffets and carry out orders and always deserving of love from Adair County foodies. I tell you what, that if that's not a read on the radio, Brett Relford needs to do it right now. This is our public apology <laughs> to Trace. But I had Trace about a month ago. It was I love Chinese. One of my favorites is the General Souls. Seth, can we make that a drop of Clay just saying, I love Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love, I love, I love Chinese. Hey, I do. I love Chinese and Mexican. I mean, if we're making our case for Trey's, I mean, there was a, a great wheel story that came from a moment at Trey's. A great wheel story? Oh, yeah. That Mackenzie wouldn't allow us to share on the podcast. Oh, man. But we're not, we're not oh, going to share it. Oh, but oh, you know, it's Trace, better than my parents' pizza hut story. <laughs> I wasn't Trace. at Trace. No, That's Will, was, Will wasn't at Trace. But <laughs> there were there was a point in time where we ate Trace. What it was at least once a week. Uh, they in, they in had college. that deal where you got the card. Yes, and we got it. So on behalf of Brett Relliford, shout out Trace Garden. Our next question comes from another former guest and listener of the show. Wes Stevens. Tennis coach, Wes Stevens. Tennis coach, Wes Stevens. What facility would you like to see addressed in Adair County Sports? See, I knew oh, he was going to go with this. That's a great question. It's an easy one for me. Let's hear it, Will. Well, for me, you have to have an indoor hitting facility or an indoor sports facility in some capacity. Now, I know and I understand completely that you got to get the new middle school before you get the new indoor facility. I think that's a priority over turf. I think that's a priority. Well, let me let me rephrase. To me personally, that's my priority is getting that indoor facility. Now, you're you can't host track meets. 
you can't host tennis matches, and that's a problem. If you if you have the sport at your school and you cannot host a home game because your facilities are not up to par, that's your priority to me. I'm going with the indoor facility too. That's I, now personally, I think the indoor facility would be because we're it puts us behind when we have tough winters and things like that. But if you have a sport at your school and you cannot host a home game, not because you don't have the facility, like swim. Okay, we're not going to build an indoor pool. We have Lindsay that we use. But you have tennis courts and you have a track. They're just not in good enough shape to host anything. And I think that's an issue. If you ask me what, like, field or anything like that needs to be, my answer would actually surprise people. I would actually say it's the gym. And the reason why I say it's the gym is just due to capacity, to be honest with you. The fact that we can't host region is a very – big disadvantage compared to a lot of other schools. Now, Wes Stevens and partner Wes Feast actually share in this question, what is your most embarrassing moment as a player, coach, or professional? Well, I got thrown out of a game. Oh, this is a great question. What is my most embarrassing moment as a player? I got thrown out of a game, the, the first game Dr. Stevens had been to that season. yeah mine may be playing offensive line Seth versus that kid from Russell County and him just abusing me every day like every single play that or looking back on the fact that I ate a hot dog in left field during a baseball game while I was in left field yeah I'm gonna stick with the fact that I got thrown out of a game the first game Dr. Stevens had been to that season and I mock ran the bases when I got thrown out and scream, this is my field. (laughs) As they made me leave. Yeah, that was a bad one. All right. And last listener question, Wes Feast asks, who was your favorite athlete growing up? A Derek King athlete? I've said this before. It was Blake Martin. I mean, we could do we can do a Derek Hanger. We can do regular. I don't care. My my favorite base, a Derek King athlete growing up was Blake. Uh, no, I love Blake Martin, but it was James Flat. And football wise, I really liked linebackers. I, I really liked Aaron Chadwell. I think my favorite football player growing up was Drew Curry. He kicked one season, like part of a season, and then got hurt. But my favorite athlete overall growing up, I loved Tayshawn Prince. Tayshawn Prince was the favorite UK player ever. I was a big Tayshawn guy, too. Love Tayshawn Prince. And then, of course, my favorite baseball player was Chipper Jones. See, Clay's favorite player has and always will be Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter <laughs> to the GOAT. <laughs> that's the exact opposite. but that's The okay. flip play. Sean, Sean unparalleled. I'm trying to think. You know who actually my favorite? I still remember this. Y'all remember when we were 12, you had to say who your favorite baseball player was? Yeah, feel like, like I we, do. We we had baseball. Yeah, we cards, had those maybe. baseball cards, and they were on the back. Guess who I said my favorite baseball player was? Probably the guy I from Louisville Valley. I remember mine, and it shows you. I literally love this dude, Dontrell Willis. Oh, D Train. 
Well, Clay, I've had a lot of fun talking with Seth tonight. Seth's done the bulk of our show tonight. It was a little different. I think people, some people will enjoy it. Some people will hate it, but we had to get the show done. We had things fall through, and that's just what you got to do in show business, right, Clay? It is, and I actually really enjoyed tonight. It was something oh, different. Oh, I had a lot of fun. I, I had a lot of fun. We had a, I, I had a, a blast doing it. <laughs> Well, if that's all you got, Clay, this has been the Tribe 44 Podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe on your preferred method of listening to make sure you never miss any content, and we will talk to y'all later. Let's go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go-getter, put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing, cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. When we were in Little League, Will gave up a home run one time to a kid that we called the Big Bambino. Oh, that was that's a great story. Yeah. As the Bambino rounded the bases, he took his fingers and used them like guns, yeah. like coming out of the holsters, and started going bang, 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 going all the all way all the way around the bases. All the way around the bases. When we were ten this was the first year that I met G he went up to the plate during one of our first games and did the classic Babe Ruth call the shot, like pointed out of center field. <laughs> oh, He's no. 10 years old, never hit a home run and he points and calls the shot. And my dad went ballistic. <laughs> <laughs> I know you remember this on all-star practice. My dad is practicing bunt coverage. I know you're going to remember this one. And he rolls a bunt out in front of the plate, and he fake jogs towards first base. G picks the bunt up and comes up slinging it, throws it as hard as he can. Right in the back of the head. Right in the back of the head. (laughs) I do remember that. All right, so you you guys have to bring up that G shot 100 at – Rosewood, when I ask this next question. Okay. Like, say, I would pick him, but he shot 100 recently at Rosewood, and I just don't think I can pick him. <laughs> You've got to have your wife stop texting Sam about little stuff. Oh, I know. She already told me. Because then she goes and buys them. I know. I've already got a set of sheets, bed sheets over here, sitting right next to my computer that we were supposed to do something with.